The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Welcome to Medianomics. We have Riaz in the studio. He's running the board, but he has no voice. So we just start directly. A lot of things are happening very rapidly. It's interesting to be watching things from 30 years ago, planning for what's happening now, being ahead of the curve and seeing what was coming, and then it materialized. A lot of people say, Oh, yeah, I read things that say, well, three years ago, somebody said this was coming or this is happening. But if you look at it biblically, if you look at it spiritually, you'd seen some of these things long ago. We begin to prepare here pre-Medjugorje, knowing that there's consequences to sin of the 60s, even the 50s, the 70s and the 80s, but particularly not so much by the time we got to the 70s, but in the 60s. But very few people were praying. Very few people were even thoughtful. It was said that when television first came into the homes, or really even invented, that thoughtful men were very suspicious of it and didn't like it. Thoughtful men 
Today, you have to be thoughtful to see what's happening. If you would have seen it 10 years ago, you'd have to be twice the thoughtfulness. But 30 years ago, you had to be looking at things biblically. Why did these men in 1910 or whenever that time was, that thoughtful man dislike the television and were weary of it? Because they looked at how can this be used? How will it be used? What are they doing this for? What's behind it? See, they saw things from light and dark. Is this going to be of light? Oh, it's presented by the devil of light. It lit up the screen. If you remember in the old days, if you stayed up TV to close down at 12 or 1 o'clock, it came on just as light and static. But thoughtful man wanted to repudiate it. And so we have things happening not now, at this moment, that in its midst, people are starting to recognize it. And then they panic in some sense because they're afraid of the future. That's why I was saying years ago, for the one who prays is not afraid of the future, the one who fasts is not afraid of evil. Meaning, something of fear is coming in the future. Meaning, something of evil is coming with that future. And if you're very lacking in thoughtfulness, you can still see it now at this moment because so much has taken place. We have things coming across our desk of everything written in the day fired the first shot, which is not about writing something last March, February, March or so, or April. Those thoughts were put together long, long before that. The philosophies, the view of the messages was deep ingrained for the last 26 years and preceding Medjugorje. People are not thoughtful today and even if they try to be, they're so connected to different forms of communication, pleasure, sports, the jobs, the work, the worries, that they don't give any room for thoughtfulness. That's why they says, reflect on your future. Because very few people are doing it. Oh, they're waking up now. Everywhere I go when we speak, they find the first shot meetings, the closed meetings for only those who've read the book. They're very thoughtful. Many of them, I would dare say, would not even think about giving up their life. They might say in jest, oh yeah, yeah, I'd die for Jesus. But would they? Could they? Is the fiber there for doing that? Or die for your country? And his principles? Would they? Could they? Do they have the fiber for that even? But after reading, they find the first shot, talking to these closed meetings. I have no doubt these people have moved into a position. I will die. I'm willing to give my life. And that's powerful. And that's profound. So we have many indicators, many things showing us what's taking place, including the story this week. This is entitled, Obama DHS Buys 2,717 Light Armored Tanks. According to the website Modern Survival, the Department of Homeland Security, through the U.S. Army Forces Command, recently retrofitted 2,717 of these mine-resistant protected vehicles for service on the streets of the United States. 
The Department of Homeland Security even released a video on their newly purchased mine-resistant protected vehicles. And this is a quote from the, vid the, the video saying, The mine-resistant protected vehicles featured in this vid video is in Albuquerque, New Mexico for Law Enforcement Day, which was held at a local area Target store. And this mine-resistant protected vehicle is stationed in El Paso, Texas at the Homeland Security Investigations Office. The new Department of Homeland Security sanctioned street sweepers, as some of them call, are called, is built by Navistar Defense. The Max Pro mine-resistant protected vehicle is built to withstand ballistic arms fire, mine blasts, IEDs, and other emerging threats. Its V-shaped hull helps deflect blasts out and away from the crew, and its armoring can be customized to meet any mission requirement. The installation contract retrofits 2,717 vintage Max Pro vehicles with the new rolling chassis. Why would Department of Homeland Security need such over-the-top vehicles on U.S. streets to withstand IEDs, which means improvised explosive devices, and mine blasts? There are rails along the perimeter of the windows and gun ports to help displace the impact of RPG rounds, which means rocket-propelled grenades. Seems a bit much for a police rescue vehicle. They all have gun ports, but rescue vehicle? Seriously, why would the Department of Homeland Security need such a vehicle on our streets? What are they expecting or preparing for? It is a ridiculous, over-the-top display of force that is meant to intimidate and associate the Department of Homeland Security's name and logo with fear. Just like all that's happening with TSA, which is under the wing of the Department of Homeland Security, this is about normalization of a new way of American life. By the way, you're the one who paid for these. George Washington once said, Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force, like fire, a troublesome servant and a fearful master. Never for a moment should it be left to irresponsible action. The question needs to be asked why these types of military armored vehicles should be riding on the free streets of America. Amazing stuff. Amazing because we have this parallel with everything that would be versus and used against people, as, as George Washington said. When you give a government power, when you give a government excessive power, it feeds upon itself. And an entity like this will always turn toward tyranny because evil will use it. People think we're protected because we're the United States of America. But when cast away the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, we can't. They just inducted someone, um, I don't know, I don't remember his name, one of the major departments, and he took an oath of the Constitution. But he asked for an archive cop o copy before the Bill of Rights. So he would have to take an oath of the Bill of Rights. They're trying to do away with the Bill of Rights. 
you're losing your protection. Yes, the reason, as you know, if you've listened to me and written and read the writings, is we're at fault with the sins and we lose our liberty because of our sins. So those consequences we're inheriting. Our lady's come to reverse that. She wants us to have liberty. She wants us to have freedom. She wants us to be experiencing the inalienable rights that no government gives but comes from God and that that's protected. And it can only be protected if we're not in sin. <clears throat> so we have this situation now existing that we've half sin and it's payback time. It's consequential. I took one a group to Midway a long time ago and one of the girls had given her soul to the devil. She came to me and confessed this. And she said it came to her in the middle of the night. And she literally after this image and seeing two eyes at the foot of her bed. And I'm not asking you to believe this. I don't care if you do or not. This girl was shaken. She was in great depression. But she saw these two eyes at the bed. She signed a contract with the devil to give her love and life. And she wasn't about 13 or 14 when I was picking to her in Mizzagoya. She wanted to be right away from that. She thought she couldn't do it. She thought she'd go to hell. I said, you can break away from this. I got her with the priest. But this is what the devil does. He gives you love and life, pleasures, entertainment, everything, whatever everybody else is doing to do all these things, to mesmerize you. He offered this to Mariana. She felt herself succumbing when she said this boy appeared in the, in the room with her with all her doors locked. She felt the sensuality. She felt everything. Use her body to attract. Dwell on her beauty. And with every strength she had, she had to renounce the devil. Then her lady appeared and says, I'm sorry about this, but you need to know these things. So this 13-year-old girl, I confront. I'd already known her story. Her parents were waiting for me to go to her. She'd come to me. She did. We got her with a priest. He broke this thing and explained to her, and I explained to her that you can break this. But the devil wants you to think he's got you. There's nothing you can do about it. And the devil has got us now. From decades of decadence and tolerance of decadence. We don't have to be performing, but do it. The breakup of marriage, the adultery, the thievery, just the way people live in excess of their time and pleasures, omissions of sins, is payback. The devil comes back and he says, I got you. You can't get out of this. No adultery can be broken. No no thief or theft could be not rectified. No addiction can be changed. Don't let the devil think, oh, I'm just there. But we got payback time now. And the tyranny that's about to rule over us is there because of us. So that's the first thing I want to be real clear about. There's nobody to blame but yourself and myself. But I changed my life, even starting as a teenager, rectifying things. Not that I lived perfectly. But I want to live the messages before I knew them. I felt like they were written in my heart. And that's what I was saying. Dear children today, forget the past. Don't tie. She said literally, don't tie yourself to the sins of the past. Don't be preoccupied with them. Go, go move, move on. Be preoccupied with God. Let Him hear your past. Because you're headed to hell if you don't. And a lot of people who think they aren't are the very ones that do. I beg. I remember hearing, reading about a priest that begged that he just make it to purgatory. And he's begging to go to purgatory because he knows he needs a purification. You don't know what's waiting for you. 
If we can't understand heaven, you can't understand hell neither. You can't even imagine the horror of knowing that forever and ever you will never, never leave the place and the loss of God. A bitterness that you know not if all the bitterness of every man who ever lived and walked the face of the earth experienced could not be equal if that's all completed together by what one individual fell in hell. So we go through tribulation for our own good. And we read about Obama and these 2,700 armored vehicles. What is that for? Why do they have that? We've seen them at truck shows. Six-inch glass in them. You can, you can fire the, a rocket gra- uh, launcher, a launcher, a rocket launcher grenade right through these things and it bounces off. We need these on American streets. But the real winger-dinger on this thing is what Obama said and what was quoted when they fired the first shot and what he wanted to do. <clears throat> and Lord and behold, it's happening Right underneath that. We knew about DHS, Department of Homeland Security. We knew all these things. But what came clear in the last two weeks, to me, is he's done it. It's happening right underneath our nose. We thought we'd see it coming. This is what he's going to do, draft the youth. and do. It's happening. So stealth. And you can hear it with Obama's own words. They scrubbed this from ABC and CBS and all their sites. We have to dig for it now because they don't want you to know it. When he deviated from the teleprompter and said this statement of what he wanted to do when everybody heard it in 2008, why? What does he want to do that for? We got the military. Why would he want to make a civilian force? That don't make any sense. It didn't make sense to me except why does he want it? How suspicious. It rose up in the news and then it fell just like lightning. They scrubbed it. But you can't say what this man says without dialogue, thoughtfulness, being thoughtful and evil, strategic plans. Because why would you want what you're about to hear from Obama on this clip if you already have the same thing in the military, the Marines, your Navy SEALs, your Army, the Air Force? All this exists. Except one reason, and one reason alone, you'd want to parallel that. And I'll tell you that after you hear the clip. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. What do you think about that? Deviating from the teleprompter and saying that can only come from being thoughtful, dialogue, planning, strategic. You don't come off the cuff and just say something like that. This is 2008. He's been talking to the powers that be. This is what we need. Why? What is the reason we need to parallel that? I'll tell you. The U.S. military and every officer and peace officer, everybody out there in that has to take an oath to defend the Constitution. Not the President of the United States, the Commander-in-Chief. When there's a constitutional conflict between those military people to defend the Constitution, which they're sworn by oath by their life to do, and the President orders them contrary to come down on Americans in the streets, they're going to have to decide what they're going to do. They're going to be put in conflict. A constitutional crisis. They will have to follow and choose between 
orders of the commander-in-chief are the oath that they're sworn to, which will be the oath they're sworn to. And President Obama knows this. And so what's the solution? To have a civilian force just as big, just as well-funded, just as powerful. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Because none of those civilian forces are going to take an oath to defend the Constitution. None of those forces are going to take an oath to defend the Bill of Rights. And they're going to be funded, and he's going to pay them, and he's teaching them. Already FEMA, and they fired the first shot. We talked about them training a youth, uh, a youth group, the FEMA Corps. They've already graduated 231 students. That's just the beginning. That's just a drop in the bucket. Things are coming at us like a machine gun very fast. If you ever read They Find the First Shot, or if you read, reread it, if you're not passing it around, you better pass it out. It's the only book out there that gives our ladies position on all this, what we need to do. And it's beautiful to go talk to people who are willing to really give their life after they've read the book. Before, wouldn't have. Yesterday in the field, we did the apparition rosary. One of these, a lady standing out there. One of our people talked to her. She had read They Fired the First Shot. She became so on fire, she ordered two cases. And she decided, I can't wait four or five days to get these books. So she got in the car and drove straight here. She called in. They expected her here last night, but she got here early. Because even the waiting to get in the car till later... She decided to drive all night. She drove 11 hours from Michigan all the way here to Alabama to get two cases of books. Why would somebody do something like that? Why is this book causing these kinds of stories all over the nation? Who reads it? This woman has six sons. And they don't see this about Obama. And they're in the military. Can you imagine somebody having six sons in the military? One of them did see it. One of them did pray the rosary. One of them said he wanted to go fight evil and for his country. He died. She lost him. The other sons are very respectful of Obama. One daughter, she's got several daughters. I think there's 12 kids. One daughter... She finally got to read the book because they're not really interested in hearing these things. The daughter a week or so ago read the book. She's on fire. It doesn't take a majority, but an outright small minority who's willing to set the minds of men on fire. The book will do that. It's clear. So this woman, we offered her to stay overnight with us. After driving 11 hours, not going to sleep last night? No, I can't stay. I'm so anxious. I'm driving on, I'm rested. I'm on, she was so strong about this. She decided to drive straight back, 22 hours of driving, not even stopping to rest, to get these books back because she wants her son to have them and other people. 
It's your defense. It's working. Do you remember the case of the German family who, in 2008, who Germany was trying to arrest because they wanted to homeschool their kids because they didn't want them to be socialized by the government who says that they got to use vulgar words about all kinds of intimacies and all kinds of things and they wanted to protect the Christian faith of the children? And they're able to, to the, the, son, the father knew that he was about to be arrested. So the mother stayed. He took the kids across the border. I don't remember what country it was. And they flew to the United States. And a judge gave them an emergency um, asylum because of religious persecution. This family went on to settle in Tennessee. I've kept up with them here and there. And there's a new story out right now about them. They got a little small farm. They feel like they're in Germany. It's at the foot of the Smoky Mountains. They're happy. They feel free. They can breathe the air, the freedom of liberty to raise their children the way they want to. You know what Obama's doing? You know what the administration's doing? The Department of Homeland Security? I think it's also the Justice Department, another department. They want to send him back to Germany where he'll be arrested. His kids will be taken away from him because they said this is not a legitimate immigration. Because you want a homeschool and the government requires that is not running, is not a, a, an immigration um, asylum point that they could allow that to happen. What is it if it's not? It's religious freedom. So Nietzsche and all these always been able to do these things. So we can let illegal people come and stay here all over the place, release them from the prison, and there's one family. They got this before the Tenth Circuit Court. This is you. Put your name on that German family's father's name and his children. This is you. If they're doing that now, which is a total violation, they can't. But while I'm bringing this up, there's a point. This can be stopped. They can bring the military after them. They can bring the civilian force. But there's one place, if they read that for the first shot, in their county, that they can stop this and stay that. No matter what the immigration department does, we want to. I want to get a hold of them. Mark this afterwards. Send it to these people. You've got protection. You need to go. I can't say it because you have to read the book. Those who've read it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. One individual can stop this like a freight train, like Superman in front of a freight train, if you believe Superman, and all the cars run off the track. He can do it. We're in a serious moment. We're in a serious time. And we got the stock market on economics flying through the roof. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful if you got 401k. Take it out now because what goes up comes down. That's the way it works. Always, always, always. As Isaac Newton, who studied gravity. If this goes up, it's going to come down. Your 401ks, you may have recovered. Get it out now. Why? Because you can get your most benefit from it now. Your 401ks are up. Your silver is down. It's the most opportune thing. I told you a couple weeks ago, a woman, followed advice I've been giving for a year. Go to your boss. Do whatever you got to do. Do a Novitum form first. Say, can I quit for a month, two months, three months, whatever your state regulations are, then get your 401k, and then go back and get your job. She did that. 90 days she was off. She got her 401k, put it in the Maracas Metal Medjugorje Silver Round, 
our medallion and got that and then got a job back. Exactly where she was working. Go for it. Fight for it. Get yourself positioned. Spiritually, yes, that's the first thing. Prayer, yes, that's the first thing. But there's a physical reality when you got 2,700 armored vehicles going to be on the streets. For what? People are fighting back. Something's in the air. Just out of nowhere came the arms equity movement with the gun manufacturers all started saying, if you're going to hold and not allow citizens to defend themselves from, from thievery and government, and only the police are going to have these things, then we won't, we're going to comply with the laws of New York, California, Colorado. When you ban guns from the citizens' lawful right to protect themselves, we will do the same thing that we will apply. We can't sell the guns to them, then we won't sell it to the government in that state of Colorado. New York, California, etc. We won't sell them our magazines. We won't sell them anything. Right now, major companies, Rock River, Ammo Clip, Barrett, who sells a 50 caliber, they will not sell anything now to the government or law enforcement in New York. Good for them. Because if you're going to ban it, let's ban it. If you're not, let lawful citizens be able to do what they do. The catechism says it for all you out there wanting, thinking you can't do this. The catechism says you have a right, you have a duty to protect yourself. An economic collapse, how long will you keep your food if you think you're going to be okay? Around 12 million people in New York and Manhattan area. Use common sense. This is not about Rambo. This is about being Samson for your family. It's about protection. Where is your brains? Where is your mind? You realize this nation and its blessings come forth from a revolution. Not that they wanted it. They were attacked. They were forced into it. But we don't have to do this with a sword and bow. It's in the book. They fired the first shot. But you need protection from roving bands, whatever may happen. Don't be stupid. It's funny, I was just told about, is it Clifford in Arizona who was shot? His wife, tragic situation, yes. A crazo who should have never had a gun, yes. They don't need to have guns. But lawful people who are balanced, who every day protect others, are the first responders on any scene. The school teacher is a first responder, not the police. They may get there three minutes later, it's too late. Everything's finished within three minutes. And this has been proven over and over and over. We spoke about it about the mall in Washington. Where right after the kinetic shooting, somebody came up at a mall and was going to lay at level people. He'd already shot two people, I think. or shot, I think it was two people he shot. And another guy who in this mall knew it was unlawful to carry his gun had his gun. He came face to face with this guy and drew his gun down. But he knew there were people behind him and he had enough sense to know he couldn't shoot. But just the fact he had a gun... The guy who was going to slaughter people saw this and ended it right there with his own life. What does that mean? It means that other gun with the lawful gun who's got enough common sense to know he couldn't shoot, just having that saved lives. Do you understand that? So don't give me this stuff about we should just take all the guns away. The government has to abide by the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment for the Constitution's purpose simply is there because of the protection of the government. 
They know what government do. It tends toward evil when it gets where it is right now. That don't mean there's not good people in government. It's the, it's the system itself. And this system is pre- preparing for something very evil. Our lady's not coming here for 31 years if we went head for trouble. Bosnia was not Bosnia as a country before June 25th, 1991. At that point, they, they declared the independence of Yugoslavia, broke away from communism. They had to defend that. They had to fight for that with their guns. Hopefully, and begging Our Lady as Queen of Peace, we won't have to go through that. But we're going to go through something. How that unfolds, only you can do. But you need to be prepared spiritually. You need to be prepared physically. And the Queen of Peace, Jesus Christ, the King of Peace, on the, on the road of Via Della Rosa, had Roman soldiers that protected them with their weapons. A lady went and said, we need to ban spears. Get off of this stupidness. The CDO side, idiotic mentality that you're being brainwashed by the media. Just use your basic sense. That somebody comes knock on your door to take everything you got and they're willing to kill you and much more than that to the women. What are you going to do? And I'm not doing this to fear monger. Don't be in fear. Don't be afraid of evil. You pray, you fast, you be at peace, but you don't be stupid. Our Lady says, be ready. Be ready to die in face of the Lord, yes. Be ready to give your life. Holy, Mar- Holy martyrs died witness, and I'm a Christian, our Lady says. But also being willing to defend your neighborhood and your family. Think about those things. And all this on Medjinomics is about economics because one of the things that's going to happen is an economic collapse. That brings with it people who have no Christian principles and those who have weak Christian principles will turn into savages within 15 days. That's a proven thing. You can study that. Very few people will be principled enough not to be a savage within 15 days to do whatever they got to do and turn into beast. Frank? Yeah, and thoughtful people understand this. And thoughtful people call me every day, and, and thank God that there are some gun manufacturers that are thoughtful enough to uh, know what the Second Amendment says and to defend our Second Amendment rights. But uh, somebody asked me the other day, a friend, a longtime friend, that uh, you know the, the 52-week range for silver is... 26 to 52 dollars and or 50 50 dollars maybe 52 for physical silver and he says are people mad at you the people that that called you over the last two years don't they don't they call up get mad and the reality of it is surprisingly never no one's ever upset about this they're thoughtful they know how close we came to an all-out collapse in 2008 they know how vulnerable the system is if silver were a hundred dollars or several hundred dollars, I would be saying the same thing that I am today, uh, in general terms. That it's still tremendously undervalued. Paper is still a house of cards. They know why the government's doing these things. They know what we're facing economically, and they absolutely did the right thing. They're not upset because they own something that is less in dollar terms than when they bought it. When they're not even close to selling it. And their brothers, the mystical body of Christ on earth, has an opportunity to buy at this price. That's glorious. That's not bad. That's a good thing. 
And so thoughtful people I speak to every day. And what thoughtful people should be doing now is exactly what you say. There's a lot of people I know that have access to their 401ks and don't think in wrong terms of taxes that don't belong to you. That's not a penalty. That's just taking care of something, paying, giving the government the money that belongs to them, and getting safe. Silver is the most undervalued asset on the planet because of what it is. It's synonymous with money. And to have this also in the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round, to have it written in the book, It Ain't Gonna Happen, which all your writings explain to us exactly what you're saying. It's our fault. And you'll see this in the writings, and you'll become part of the solution rather than part of the problem. And, and our life certainly is, uh, my family's life, a testimony to the writings that, uh, you know, everything we have today is because of, of something that you've written that's come from Our Lady and her messages. So, you know, this is the answer uh, to understand how we've been led astray and to be led back to Our Lady's messages, conversion and the writing, uh, to the truth. Frank, the, the stock market's going through the roof right now. What do you say to the timing as is, is, is the best time to cash out your 401k in the last four years? When would be the best time anywhere at the last four or five years? Look at history uh, right now. Uh, because, first of all, silver in bull markets in, in secular terms they, they get going in pace. 90% of the move is the last 10% of the time. So the timing's better than ever. But look at history. Look at your past Dow records, 2007. What happened in 2008? Your Dow record in 2000. You know, those were the tech bubbles and the uh, real estate bubbles, prospectively. 777. Yeah, and then the 777 uh, um, drop. That we had that day that was that was a message, the uh, 2008 show that was followed by a Dow record. Uh, you know these um, these highs, the, the last highs of the Dow, have been a trap to allow people into paper. There's weak money there. There's weak hands there. Mm-hmm. People are chasing momentum now, and it's going to be sold. There, there's absolutely no question. And so you look at history. The, uh, there was a Dow record before the crash. Dow record before the crash. They want your money. Wait, they the, can't get it if you put it into Our Lady in the miraculous metal in the silver round, which is intrinsically as valuable as it is. It's more valuable than any other silver on earth. Well, this thing was bouncing all over the place when the fall was just going, you know, 500, 650, 700. And it ends up 777. God wants to speak to you through men, through nature, through various other ways. Is that not a message that it fell right there at 777? They were even correcting it, saying it was a little bit over, a little bit under. It ended up 777. I mean, seven Hail Marys, seven, or seven Hail Marys, seven Hail Marys, seven uh, Hail Marys, seven Glorys. This is a lady speaking to us. Don't think God's not watching and sending you a message. Look at this fall. You need to be praying. The thing is, is, it shouldn't have lifted up, except God allowed it because he's doing what now people are turning into yo-yo. It's going up and down. It's up and down. And it's done that for God's people to be thoughtful to start planning their future and to give us time. Because if it crashed back then in 2007, which it was supposed to, but Noah hadn't finished the ark four years before he finished it. And neither did we four or five years ago are ready to get on the ark because we haven't built our own arks. And that's what he's trying to show us. Spiritually, get in the ark. Physically, build your ark, your land, your little plot of land, get your food from your ground to your mouth. 
Do all these things. Get in a position. It doesn't make sense that everybody's raving over the stock market is going through all-time records when the 777 fall crash was the greatest fall ever in the stock markets. I think that was greater than the 1929 crash. We had more behind it. That's why we didn't go to the bottom. But think about right now with this, this thing going up to the roof. We're in the worst labor market since World War II. It's not reflective of everything else in the economy. They're trying to say the good guys, oh, it's not a bubble. Give me a break. Think about this. It doesn't make any sense. Frank, if they have any questions, contact you. What's your information? Um, well, let me just say it's the biggest bubble in the history of the world. It's the credit bubble. So when this credit bubble pops, it's going to be nothing like the NASDAQ bubble or the real estate bubble. This is everything. So this is the whole paper credit bubble, and uh, it, it's, it's very dangerous. And this is what thoughtful people know, and this is why thoughtful people are calling us every day. You can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. Final comment? Um, well, I'm, Our Lady is moving very fast right now, and, and you can see the sense of urgency. So in the glorious events that you haven't mentioned, so I won't mention them, that, that have happened this week and yesterday, uh, you can see our ladies moving very fast. So it's it's really awesome to see what she's doing. That's what I what we should be focused on, and just uh, you know um, take advantage of it, take advantage of the price and move with a sense of urgency in terms of they fired the first shot, 2012 particularly. And the conference comes up on uh, April 18th, 19th, and 20th. Three days for the conference. They fired the first shot. Come to it, but you can't come to it if you haven't read the book. You do not want to miss this. People come from all over the place. In, in um, New Mexico, some some people flew in from Washington all the way down to New Mexico, across the United States, just to hear the, they fired the first shot talk. The conference will blow you away, and it will give you a great motivation. And remember, we have this month, our lady come up March 18th for apparition. We'll do a special show that night. Is that on a Monday? That's come, it's coming Monday. We'll do a special show just about this apparition. And March 18th is Mariana's birthday, but that's not why Our Lady appears to her, Our Lady's told her. She, in fact, never has given recognition in the beginning days. I don't know in the last few years. I don't know about that. But she never gave her salutation like she's done with Maria or somebody else. But she said the March 18th date on this annual apparition has a specific importance for that day. Now, will it happen this March 18th? I hope not whatever it's going to be, because we don't think things from God is always going to be something great in our favor, except spiritually. Physically, it may be difficult. Spiritually, it'll be a benefit. So be in tune for that. This conference, New Communities Conference, of course, uh, April 18th, you need to sign up for that called Caritas. And of course, we've got Maria coming here July 1st to the 5th. we got some things planned we've never done before with Maria. It'd be beautiful. You want to come to both of them. Is that important? So remember, if you pray, you're not afraid of the future. If you fast, you won't be afraid of evil. And that's our position. Don't let these things scare you. Let it be, and don't let it panic you. Let it be a motivator to act. That's why I say it. Take action. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.